0: Right, all right, all right. What is up? Happy Sunday! It is your girl Ebony L Trust, and you must say the L because it is sexy. Here for episode seven of the Faith-Fueled Business Podcast, and as always, I want to thank you for joining me. I want to thank you for being a part of this movement, and. I want to invite you to favorite my podcast, to subscribe, to follow, so that you won't ever miss an episode. Now today, I want to tell you about, if not the most, one of the most difficult conversations that I have ever had to have. And it actually was not a business conversation. It was a conversation that I had to have as a result of my business, but it wasn't like, you know, a business meeting. You know how sometimes you can have those difficult business meetings, like maybe with a business partner or with a client who, you know, isn't shaping up to be what you thought they were going to be or that relationship isn't what you thought it would be. So, um, so you in turn have to have those difficult conversations. It wasn't like that. So this conversation occurred right in the middle of all of the drama and what I was experiencing as a result of opening up my school so the last couple of episodes of the podcast I've shared with you um, all of that (laughs) all the drama all the anger the unforgiveness everything that uh, we had to endure in that process but at this point we had made the decision my husband and I we made the decision to go ahead and file bankruptcy. By this time, he had lost his job. He worked for the government during this time and had been for about 10 years and at this point, he had been laid off. Um, during that time, there had been this huge federal layoff and unfortunately, he was one of the people who wound up being laid off. So. He was getting about two hundred dollars in unemployment a week and that was really the only income that we had and so we made the decision to go ahead and to file bankruptcy and we knew that with that we would have to you know basically give the house back um we tried to uh, renegotiate for the suvs and We were basically told that we would have to just start the note all over again. So all the money that we had already paid for them would count for nothing. And I mean, it was just like, no. And our world was basically falling apart. And I was trying my best to hold it all together. Now, by this time, we had had Michael, so now it's Gabriel and Michael. We have both our sons, and I think Gabe had the greatest sense of what was going on. You know, of course, him being older, um, but I think that Michael, in some ways, even though he was very young, understood kind of a little bit that at least there was some trouble going on, if nothing else. But one day, Gabriel came to me just out of the blue and he walks up to me and I looked down, you know, yes, son. And this was the conversation that was the most difficult ever or at least one of the most. He looked at me and he said, Mama, are we poor? Now, in that moment, I really and truly like I pride myself on not really like things not really like causing me to be speechless but this you know my seven year old coming to me saying mama are we poor and it wasn't there was such a concern and a confusion in his voice. He wasn't trying to be funny. Um, it wasn't a thing of being selfish. He just really was at a place where he just, he's seeing stuff, he's hearing his dad and I, you know, have conversations and a lot a lot of arguments a lot of arguments a lot of stress and you know he's mom are we poor and I basically was rendered speechless and so I looked at my son and I said no son why why do you think that like like well, where's this question coming from and he said well I know that every time me or Michael ask for something, you say, nope, it's not in the budget. Nope, we can't do it right now. Just no all the time. And so I sat my little boy down and I tried as best I could to explain the situation without breaking down, number one, and without getting out of faith. And so after the conversation, later on that night, I sat in the living room and I cried. And I think that was the very first time that I had actually thought about and, and you know, came to grips with our situation at that point. The school was still open at this point. School was still open, but we hadn't closed the school, but we had moved locations, and I was still not able to figure out how to make it work. And as I sat there, like, literally boohooing, like, one of those, you know, like, when you just got a whooping... <laughs> Heaving cries, you know. And in that moment Holy Spirit began to minister to me once again. And what He helped me to realize is that even though I was experiencing what I was experiencing there are still Some people who were twice my age and hadn't risked anything, and they're full of regret, they're full of anger, they are frustrated because they've lived their whole lives and not risked anything. that day I realized that I am and up until that point had always been a risk taker but that day I also promised myself and committed to myself that I would continue to be a risk taker even in the midst of what I was experiencing. Now, the same goes for you. Right now, as you are considering launching a business, starting a business, like you kind of kicking the idea around, or you may be finding yourself like kind of where I was and you have a business but it's not going quite the way that you expected and you may be experiencing some things that you you don't necessarily want to experience. Maybe you're not making money. Maybe you can't find clients or customers. Maybe you are at a point where you are regretting ever taking the risk to start your business in the first place. Maybe you are considering that the work is too much and you shouldn't take the risk to start your business, even if it's as a side hustle. Here's what I want to say to you today, and here is my encouragement to you today. Don't stop taking risks. I'm reminded of the story, I don't know if it's a proverb or what it is Um, but I think about the story about the man on his deathbed and there are these figures standing all around him and they're angry and they're crying and they're frustrated and they're screaming and they're you know, mad at him you know, said we never got the opportunity to live and know, just kind of going on and as, as the story uh, continues on, we find out that the figures around this man's bed as he's dying are his dreams. All the things that he wanted to do and set out to do and had the desire to do, but because he was unwilling to take a risk, he's now on his deathbed full of regret and his dreams are are angry with him See here's what I know about you you are A risk taker and there are people around you who watch you move and shake and because some of them they love you they warn you against all these risks that you're taking and they you know say well hey you know it didn't work out for so and so it didn't work out for you last time remember and they remind you of all the times that you took a risk and it didn't quite pay off in the way that you desired for it to or that you expected for it to but that's okay because you have accomplished more in your life in this moment than the average person ever does I gotta say that again it's okay because you have accomplished more in your life at this moment than the average person ever does So yes, there will be difficult conversations that you will have to have possibly with family members, possibly like with a spouse or, you know, someone else who you love. And they may not understand it. And you may have to cry. And it may have to be a heaving boo-hoo, I just got a whooping cry. But when you're done, know that God is still God he still sits on the throne and he still has given you purpose, he still has given you meaning you still have a hope and a future just don't stop taking risks I love you so much I really really do as a matter of fact I want to take this opportunity to speak blessings over what you do over your business over your idea and I command it to come forth I command the harvest on your seed of time talent resources money Sown. I command right now in the name of Jesus for the harvest on that seed sown to come forth for you today. Because you are a risk taker. Because you are a risk taker. Thank you for joining me today. I hadn't forgotten about the Business Startup Kit for Christians It's on its way and I promise you'll be the first to know when it's ready because my business exists to help you to start or grow a business that allows you to honor God, launch your spiritual gifts, and transform the lives of those who you serve. I want to help you make a lot of money helping other people. I want to invite you back to join me for episode eight tomorrow. I'll see you then.